Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Hello, and welcome again to Money Tips. This is Charles Kelly bringing you Money Tips to help you save, earn, invest, save, accumulate, and ultimately enjoy more money. Today, I want to talk to you about how you can get back 30 lost hours a week. I was recently listening to a, a, an interview with transgender rights campaigner Paris Lees on the Jeremy Vine show on BBC talk about what she thinks it is to be human. I definitely recommend you catch the episode perhaps on iPlayer or whatever on YouTube or whatever but it's a very interesting uh, episode. Now I thought uh, Paris who grew up in a, on a council estate in Nottingham uh, may sort of come on and just talk about transgender rights uh, but in fact that was not the case at all. Now Paris had an abusive childhood bit of a wild teenage period which culminated in her being sent to prison. Now despite a difficult start she's gone on to have tremendous success uh, writing for The Guardian uh, and I guess becoming a celebrity but you know not just a celebrity someone who is doing something for transgender rights and also uh, as, as a journalist I guess. Now how did she from this really bad start how did she manage to turn her life around? In a word it was education. Well, she actually went back to her studies and did a degree in English literature. Uh, but that you know, that said, she became obsessed, really, with, with reading. Now, many significant other people have, have uh, turned their lives around with reading, perhaps the most famous being Oprah Winfrey, uh, who grew up, you know, dirt poor on, on a, uh, you know, in, in the countryside with nothing. And I think, you know, after being raped by a relative, you know, eventually decided she was going to turn her life around and started reading. And she, she really attributes most of her future success to uh, to reading. And, uh, you know, as the old saying goes, leaders are readers. Now, Paris also significantly says that she doesn't have a TV in the house. Uh, I, I think this is important because TV, along with social media, is probably one of the biggest time thieves in on, on your in your life um you know don't get me wrong i i love watching stuff on the box i you know i i like i like watching sports and movies and funny shows you know but you have to sort of balance it with with other things in your life and uh you know, tv is definitely one of those things in, in america they say the average person is spending five hours a day on television that well that's 35 hours a week they're gone you know that is more time than you would spend uh, than the average student spend spends uh, taking their degree uh, so let's think of the time you know think of the, what you could do with that time you know 35 hours a week now it's also easy to you know it's easy to watch a show and then get sucked into the next show isn't it because it continues on right next up is so and so and, so and, and the next show up and then then you can start you know you've got these fancy uh channel things now that you can view all the channels and you know it's not just like three or four channels where you're pressing the button and it goes to the next one. You, you can actually view the whole channel on, on most of these box sets and, and Sky, etc. And, you know, it's it's harder to put the TV down. And, and funny thing is, the more channels I see on TV, and I've had all the Sky packages at one time, 
Uh, the more channels I can see, the harder it is to find anything decent to watch. It's really weird that, you know, when there were four channels, I, I, you know, there was always good stuff on. Now it seems to spread out and, you know, they spread themselves a bit thin and, and, and it's not easy to come up with good content. In fact, I find myself watching oldies. I find myself watching, you know, Fools and Horses. There's nothing else to watch or an old episode of Porridge or something. Um, but that 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 is, it just shows you how much real rubbish we're, we're, we're watching I remember Zig Ziglar in, in one of his uh, tapes said, um, you know, he had a good technique, which uh, I'll try the accent. Go on. OK. Uh, to help spend less time in front of the television, you should get out one of those TV guides on a Sunday newspaper and mark out the specific shows you want to watch during the week. Watch those shows, then switch the TV off. OK, sorry about that, Zig, but that's my Zig Ziglar. And I, I think that 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 is a good point, um, you know. Just, just watch the things you want to watch and then have the discipline to switch them off. You know, in fact, you know, most people don't have a plan. All they have is a TV guide. That's their plan for the week. This is what I'm going to do all week. I'm going to watch this and watch that and watch that. You know, they just watch TV all week. Uh, but that, that, that's one tip I could say. You know, now I grew up in a TV house. Yeah, I, I grew up where, where the family kind of sat around a TV Um and, you know, the big thing of the night was the news. We had to watch the news after Coronation Street, of course. It was the news. Like, the news is on. Shut up. We're watching the news. You shut up now because we're all watching the news. And all the kids, like, we're, there were four of us. And we had to just be quiet watching this news. And then my parents would sit there uh, just watching, staring at the TV going. And they just sit there tutting and shaking their heads as more and more bad news come out. All of which, there was nothing they could do anything about this. And. You know, today it's the same thing, isn't it? It's it's the bad news. It's, it's pumping it out. And then, you know, now you can watch news 24 hours a day. Uh, but, you know, it's it's something that sort of seeps into your mind all the time. And, and it kind of almost makes you feel a little bit helpless because there's so many things out there that you just cannot do anything about. So so be careful of that. Be careful of the TV, but, but also uh, the, the news. Now, I've got a, a fact here for you that in, in my research and, you know, successful people I know and you know people I've read about successful people tend to watch far less television than unsuccessful people now does that sound a bit obvious uh, or, or or would you agree with that sorry to be brutal really but that that is just the way it is successful people uh, tend to be watching less tv than unsuccessful people now how do I know this also because in my in my days in financial services, I visited hundreds and if not thousands of homes. And with few exceptions, I found that the people with the least amount of money seem to have the biggest TV. And I've said this in other podcasts, you know, it, and I keep repeating it, that their TVs dominated the living room. Sometimes they had a small living room, but a massive TV. And it seemed to sort of take up the whole wall of that, that TV. Some of them had surround sound speakers. It used to shake the whole room. You know, the, the noise was deafening. And, you know, if you went to see them and talk about their finances, you know, they tend not to switch the TV off. They'd kind of leave it on and be looking at you and watching the TV. And sometimes you had to say, look, let's just switch it off for a little while and get up and switch it off. You know, but they wouldn't automatically switch it off. Whereas the, the more switched on people I, I, and more successful people would tend to have an old TV in the corner and they would never have it on when, when you were with them in a meeting because that, they felt that was important to, to to find out about their finance, to review their finances, and they would take it a lot more seriously. I mean, just look inside the windows of successful people and, and you'll usually see books. Just go down the street in, in Hampshire or Chelsea where they have those nice old Georgian houses and, the, and uh, 
the old-fashioned windows and you look in there and generally you won't see a massive TV. And I'm not saying wealthy people don't have TVs, but they, they'll probably have a TV room somewhere. They'll probably have a, a cinema room, uh, but but it won't. The TV will not dominate the whole room and the house, and it will not dominate their whole lives. And you know, similar thing when I when I go into to the families of, of wealthy people, and particularly the families of migrants that would get their kids to study. You know, first generation migrants would have their children studying, and they they'd either be on a dining room table over there, they had a small house, or they'd be in their room studying books. Um, you know, I always remember. A, a Chinese client in one of the roughest, who lived in one of the roughest estates in Hackney in East London. Now Hackney is a bit of a trendy area now, but in those days it it was it was rough. I I used to be scared getting out of my car with a suit on carrying a briefcase uh, to to go to see this lady because you know I, I'd look around, I'd I'd sort of pass people on the stairs, kids hanging around on the stairs, and I'd think, oh my god, I'm going to get mugged here or something. But fortunately, touch would nothing ever happened to me. But it was. It was one of those intimidating places. And you hear a lot of people on TV, you know, hear a lot of politicians talking about, you know, these kids need more money spent on them. There's there's no uh, opportunity for them and all this sort of stuff. Now, I don't want to get political, but this lady, a Chinese lady, worked in a Chinese takeaway. I think she had two or three jobs and she, she worked more or less nonstop, apart from the hours when I saw her when she wanted to get her mortgage sorted out. Now, she managed to save a bit of money. Somehow she saved, somehow she got deposits together to buy a property. Then uh, she, she used the equity of that property to buy another property. And I think I think we did a mortgage on our council property as well. Uh, she was an amazing lady, a single mum. Uh, uh, the, the father of her two daughters had left her. She was a single mum on her own in a low-wage job, living in one of the roughest estates in Hackney. Now, you'd think her kids would be out on the streets. They must be on drugs. They must be in trouble with the police. No, they were in there studying. They were in their reading books and I think they're in their late teens. One was studying to be a doctor. One was at university already. Two, you know, beautiful, charming girls who, you know, were, were polite. They were nice. They they were really switched on. And, you know, they were both going into the professions. I think one was a medical profession. I think one of them might have been a, a studying to be an accountant or a lawyer. I can't remember. But it was it was a professional, uh, one of the professions, as it were. And, you know, this and they, they went to local schools as well. They didn't go to Eton and, and, and these sort of schools. They went to local schools. And yet, why is it that she could make it and turn things around uh, and, and, and others on the estate couldn't? So I've probably deviated a bit, but part of it was through study and reading. Now, um, just going back to the, 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 uh, the, the, what you should read. Um, now, Paris Lees obviously went back to do a degree, but you don't have to do a degree to, to turn your life around. Um, for instance, you could read about your, your industry or your job. I mean, if you're employed, um, you know, how much do you know about your company? Do you, do, you, do you know the share price? Do you know if it's quoted as a company? Do you know, you know much about the financials of your company, particularly if you're working for a large company? Now, a lot of people in a business don't know anything about it at all. You know, they'd be lucky to tell you whether the company is quoted on the stock market, let alone the, the movements of the share price or, you know, what are the divisions they have? So they just go to work and go home. Uh, so how much do you know about your, your company? Or your industry that you work in. You know, you could be reading about this without even buying a book. You could read about it on Google. You could read read about it just from trade magazines, trade journals, or books about the industry. So if you're in financial services, read about it. Learn more about it. You know, don't just stay where you are. And it's surprising how in, in a relatively short period of time, you could become an expert in your field. This goes back to Brian Tracy. Read 30 minutes a day 
and you'll become an expert in your field within six months. And, it, and it's and it's very true. Um, and you know, if you're in business, read about your business. You know, learn more about it. Learn more about your competitors and what they're doing. This could save your neck when when things take a turn for the worse. So, and you don't have to. And the other thing is, you can take shortcuts. You don't have to, you know, go and do a, a five year course. You don't have to go back to, to university or school. You can learn things fast. You know, now you've got information at your fingertips. You know, instead of thinking vaguely about something, just go and look it up and find out more about it. The other way of learning fast is to take short courses, take seminars, go to uh, seminars in, in your industry, join trade associations, um, take short short courses run by, not, not by your local college necessarily, but by people in your industry. Yes, it will cost a bit of money, but that that, that in money is an investment in your future and, and it will repay you many, many times over. So read about your industry, read about your company or your, your employer, take shortcuts and, and, and do that fast so that you can move on fast. You know, this is not about earning a degree or a certificate because I find, you know, once you're in the workplace, once you're in business, it, it's not always necessary to, to have the certificates. In fact, um, I, I, of all the uh, jobs I've ever had in my life, no one has ever asked to see my certificates from from school or, or college or university. No one. It's never. I've never had to show it. It's on your CV. They accept it. What they want to know is what you can do and and you know what real knowledge you've got that, that is useful to them. So, um, I you know, I, I must say just let, let's just recap on this. Uh, if you want to get back that 30 hours a week, and I think it could be 30 for most people, it could be at least be uh, three to four hours a day um, and, and possibly even five hours a day, which, which which amounts to you know 35 hours a week. But in that time, you, you could do a lot in your time, not just in terms of study, but you, you could be uh, perhaps starting a business on, on, on the side while, while you're still in a job. You could perhaps start in a home-based business, uh, maybe... An Amazon trading business or an online business, uh, and and you could be making some money from from this, or you could be trading in shares from home by reading and learning about the stock market and learning about how things work. You could perhaps be learning about property and how to set up a property business, and you don't need necessarily money to do that. You know, you could go on a, a property course. There there are lots of free courses you can take. If you if you drop me a line on the email, I'll, I'll put you in touch with some people who will give you a, a free weekend course to get you started in property or, or many other subjects you know there's, there's really no excuse for it get back those hours and and use that time so good luck on getting those 30 hours a week thank you for listening this has been charles kelly bringing you money tips to help you save make earn invest accumulate and enjoy more money thank you for listening to money tips for more tips and information visit moneytipsdaily.com The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 